No, mob. I hope this finds you well. I hope this finds you taking small steps towards your big dreams. I hope this finds you leaning into courage. And if you've been following my journey for a little while, I thank you for supporting my my downloads, my thoughts, my reflections, my experiences. And even though I haven't been able to be consistent with this because of the stuff that's happening in my life, I'm grateful that I didn't give in to the, you're a shit podcaster, uh, you're not consistent, uh, there's only one person listening. Because that's always been one of my foundations for sharing my story is that if one person's listening and it's helping one person, if it creates a ripple effect that supports the momentum of what's happening in the moment and it plants seeds for someone else to harvest later or to take root at a future date, then it's worth it. And as I speak my experience into the world, so much is happening on my mind, on my spirit, on my body, and I wanted to share with you my experience of my first international competition since 2019 and my international black belt debut at the 2023 IBJJF World Masters in Las Vegas. So the last time I probably had a good run at jiu-jitsu in terms of training, good mindset, good consistency was 2018, five years ago. So in 2019, my personal life spiraled a lot. Some significant relationships broke down and things shifted. I shifted and I decided that it was time to fully step into myself. It was fully time to just own who I was rather than who I was trying to be. And that meant setting boundaries with myself and with others it meant being honest with myself and truthful around what belonged in my life and what didn't. And there's this dreamtime story of thuddle. Thuddle means snake or dreaming in, uh, in, in Barkindji. And the story goes that thuddle was growing and thuddle was our, is our creator spirit and thuddle was growing um, and if anyone's listening to this and I've gotten the dreaming story wrong, please reach out and let me know because um, I can only go off of the bits and pieces that I've gathered and read and heard from others. So I'd love to learn more if uh, any of my Barkindji mob or any of my First Nations mob know or can share resources with me. That's amazing as well. From what I know is that Thuddle was growing. And Thuddle was starting to get really tight and uncomfortable and in a lot of pain. Every time they moved, every time they tried to create something, there would be this pain and this restriction. And they just tried to ignore it. But as as time went by, the pain became so unbearable that it got to a point where Thuddle had to do something about it or knew that they were going to die. And... Thuddle started to ask other people, like, do you know what's happening? Can you help me with what's happening with myself? And everyone was like, no, nah, can't help you. Go to this person or go to that person. But nothing was working. 
So after a few days, Thoreau started to ask the, ask the creator spirit and started to ask themselves. They started to look within themselves for the answers. And because Thoreau made the time, because it was so painful for Thoreau to move, Thoreau found a space in a dark, cool rock to sleep and to be still and thought, if I'm going to die, this is where I want to die in a space that I feel like I belong. And then as Thoreau made the space for the stillness, the answers started to come. The whispers started to come. Thoreau, you are growing. The skin that you're in is no longer fit for you. It is too small. It holds too many past selves, too many past selves that no longer serve the growth that you've had and no longer serves where you're going. You have to shed the old to make space for the new. And at first, Thoreau was confused. And Thoreau tried to talk back to the spirits and to the voices. But the voices went silent. And Thoreau began to understand that their job was to listen and to follow and to trust and surrender. And Thoreau again came to the realisation that they had a choice to surrender and to listen and trust or to die. So Thoreau again waited in unbearable pain and at the same time at peace with where they were at. And eventually the voices came. Thoreau, you need to shift the old. You need to let go of the old self, the old skin. And they said, if you rub yourself up against the rocks, it'll feel painful, uncomfortable, and even violent. However, this is the process that will allow you to loosen and shed the old so that when you move, when you slither free of your old skin, you don't take any of it with you. And a very important point to remember is that if you take even an old cell with you, that will become a sore that can turn into a wound on your spirit, on your mind, on your body, on your heart. So Thurul initially hesitated and then Thurul took a deep breath and began to rub themselves up against the rocks. And at first it hurt, but then Thurul realised it didn't hurt as much as the tightness that they'd been living with, the restriction that they'd been living with for the last season. So Thurul listened and Thurul started to thrash themselves up against the rock and going back and forwards, Thurul got tired. So then Thurul took a rest. And as they laid down to rest, they realised that they could breathe a little bit easier. That there wasn't as much tightness on the body, so Thurul was determined to rest. And they took as much time as they needed to rest, until the body goes, I can go again. So they got up and they rubbed themselves up against the rocks. They found an even tighter space within the rocks to move between, to create the friction and after a few days of this, of resting, of the rubbing up against the rocks, Thurul felt this breath, it was like this breath was flowing between their old skin and the new skin. And then that's when Thurul knew the spirits were letting them know that it was time to slither free of that old self. And at first Thurul felt the fear. Thurul felt the tingles of uncertainty 
And then Thuril sat again and rested. And the spirits whispered, it is safe. Leave what you no longer need. Leave what no longer serves you. And grow. And as Thuril started to listen to that voice, they could feel the vulnerability of the new skin that hadn't yet touched the sun, that hadn't yet slid the three of the old. And they could also feel their breath. They could also feel the lightness of not bearing the tightness and the weight of the old self. And Thuril took one last breath. And in that tight, dark space between the rocks, they left themselves. They slithered back, they slithered through, and they could feel the old self sliding like water off of a rock. And just as the tip of the tail was the only thing left in the old, Thuril looked back and thanked their old self, thanked the old skin for getting them to this point. And thank the new for the courage to listen to the old ones, to listen to the creator. And Thuril took a breath, looked back into the dark and then looked forward to the light and realized they were ready. And then the ancestors, the old people, the creator spirit whispered one last gift of wisdom to Thuril. Thuril, this isn't a once and done thing. This is the process of life. You will go, you will feel new, you will feel fresh. And then over time, as you learn more, as you become more, you either grow or you'll be required to shed what no longer serves you. Next time, you have the opportunity of awareness and wisdom to not wait so long. However, in the next season, the understanding of the timing will be your gift of learning. Thuru thanked the old people. Thuru thanked the creator spirit and felt the earth on their new skin, the vulnerability, the air brushing over the new skin like water after a hot day on the rocks. And Thuru slithered into the sun and allowed the warmth of the sun to soak into the new skin and knew that over time they would move from this vulnerability to comfort and then from comfort to growth and then from comfort to tightness and that it was all a process of life. And for me, that's how I felt in 2019 and I started the process of shedding the old and then COVID happened and with the uncertainty of the world, I slipped back into the old self, old habits, old mindsets. And in 2019 was the last time I competed internationally. And I came to 2019 IBJJF World Masters. I didn't believe in myself. I was just there to run away from the problems at home. And here's the thing. You can change a GPS location, but if you haven't done the inner work, and you're still carrying everything, it just, the only thing that shifts is not you, it's just your GPS location. And that day that I stepped on the mats in 2019 in Las Vegas, I didn't have any growth. I lost to the, to the opponent before I'd even stepped onto the mats because I looked at their size, I looked at the look on their face, and I shut down. 
I didn't believe in myself. I didn't back myself. I knew I hadn't done the training. I hadn't prepared for this moment. And I was still weighed down by so many of the old things, the old mindsets, the lack of discipline, the lack of consistency that I lost before I even stepped onto the mats. And that was the last experience that I had of competing internationally. Fast forward to 2023 and this, in a, in a similar way, I came to have some breathing space between the challenges of home and the weight of my own mind and to also just step into myself a little bit. To, this was a part of this this rubbing this process that I'm that I'm in of loosening the old self and making space for the new is the discomfort of traveling internationally again of being with myself and of stepping onto those mats to see where I sit on an international level against um, my competition rank and even though I didn't believe in myself as much as what I know I can. I believed in myself a little bit more than I did in 2019. I felt the nerves and I knew that I was in a space that felt like home, that felt familiar. It was like coming back and meeting an old self, but a welcome old self. And I heard my higher self say, this is a part of the process. This is your little process of being in the dark and just rubbing yourself against those rocks to loosen the old and to create space for the new. So as I went back and forwards between these mindsets of your shit, what are you doing here? My body literally having the physical reactions to my thoughts of um, shitting myself, going to the toilet. And yet a deeper part of me was able to breathe and go, this is, this is the process. Step into that courage and that, and own that discomfort and that weight, because this weight isn't a harmful weight. There's two different types of weight. There's the weight that can injure you because it's either not meant for you and you're doing or being things that aren't meant for you or there's the weight of something that you need to carry. It's like lifting weights in the gym. If you try and lift a weight that is too heavy for you without the right technique or the right baseline of strength, you're going to injure yourself versus the understanding of that weight that feels heavy and challenging and you question yourself, what if... And it's also within your realm of physical capacity. And then it comes down to that mental and emotional and spiritual capacity of believing that you can push through. Because in order for our muscle to grow, it doesn't stretch, it tears. Micro tears in the muscle happen when we lift weights and we push a weight that feels hard and heavy. And then it's in those moments that overnight with the right food and nutrition and care, that the muscle repairs itself, but in the repairing is the growth. And that's what this was, is that there was a a partial shedding of the old. When I stepped onto those mats, my feet touched the mats and I I could feel the crowd and I just took a deep breath and this felt like one of my homes. It felt like the jiu-jitsu version of being on country where... It was like all the noise just dropped away and my spirit woke up. I walked on and I shook hands with the ref and I shook hands with my opponent and I grabbed the grips and as I do when I, when I, when I compete, everything just fell away and I just followed my feelings. I just followed the movement. And I didn't leave it all on the mat. 
I didn't give it everything that I had. I was playing safe. I was playing small. I was playing not to lose rather than playing to win. And I knew that I didn't have much of a gas tank, so I was trying to conserve rather than giving this everything that I had in a strategic way. And I was making half-assed attempts at takedowns, and then when my opponent pulled guard, I got my grips. I stood up twice to break the guard. I wasn't watching the clock. I wasn't being mindful of the rest reactions. And when we stood up in the end of the match, I was surprised by how quickly the time had gone. And I wasn't as tired as what someone who gave everything that it was should have been. And when they raised my part, my opponent's hand, I was like, in my head, I was like, but I did more than her. I showed up more than her in this match. However, you can't argue with the ref's decision. It doesn't serve any purpose. And I walked off knowing that I hadn't trusted myself, knowing that I hadn't left it all on the mat. And at the same time, also meeting myself that I had stepped onto the mat, that I had gotten on that plane to come to America. And I now had the data. I now have the awareness of where I'm at mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. And watching the rest of the matches at the black belt level, I know that I can compete at this level. And even though some of these women have been at black belt two, three, seven years, I was watching their games and it was like, I can compete at this level. I can now take this knowledge and go home and get the right supports in place, create the space in my week for the for the training to work on my technique, to work on my conditioning and to work on my strategy and my mindset. And even though I didn't get the outcome that I wanted, I got the lessons that I needed. And I'm grateful for the fact that I had the courage to show up and back myself and understanding that this is my thought process. This is the process of rubbing up against those rocks, of being in discomfort and pain and sometimes the violence of shifting the old, of fighting what no longer belongs and then resting when I need to and then going again at what and knowing that the difference between the injury point and the growth point will be my own self-awareness, my own self-trust and those in-between moments where I take a moment to pause and check in and listen to my own knowing and guidance or wait to hear from my ancestors and the creator spirit.